0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror, and I'm here today with Brian Balthazar. In case you've not ever heard of him, you've probably seen him everywhere, all over daytime television, pop culture, social media on the Today Show, Wendy Williams, you are actually one of the producers or of, of the Kathie Lee and Hoda show to yeah. start off your now. It's amazing. Welcome, Brian. Thank you. Um, it's insane because I was reading your, your bio and I'm like, you've done so much in the world of television.
1: It's like a splattered painting, like one of those abstract paintings because yeah. I have touched a lot, of, a lot yeah. of different areas. It's like,
0: I'm sure a lot of people have seen you and recognize you but may not know
1: yeah, not I don't really have that problem. <laughs> I mean, occasionally in the no, weird, he's like, case, I don't have like, that problem. I, like, I've never really, maybe twice in my life, have I been recognized, but it's someone who watches that one show religiously yeah, or something. Know. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, what what is that I think is so cool is you came from a place where you're so relatable because oh, you, you came out here and um, one of the things you did was you just took a ton of jobs. Just oh, yeah. to kind of everything yeah. from being a barista uh-huh. to being a um, publicist for a trance medium. Yeah, well, you, you know, that? those are
1: those um, mediums that are like telling you there's someone, they're they seeing someone dead and they're like, hey, the letter M, do you know the letter yeah. M, that kind of thing? So I worked for her, this yeah. woman, Suzanne Northrop, who was like, in my opinion, like the real deal. Yeah. Because I was booking her appointment, so I knew she never knew um, the... The people coming in. It was she would do these big seminars, and they would like two hundred people would come in, and she. So I was coordinating the seminars. Um, yeah, I just and it was really partly because I had spent like, got out of college and worked in retail for so long, and I'm like, well, do do I want to work the day after Thanksgiving every day for the, every year for the rest of my life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I loved. I actually loved working in retail. I loved. I worked for Williams Sonoma, so it was a cooking. Food, I like William Sonoma. Yeah, like if you're gonna work for a store every that's day, like, like be like one if where I they're had cooking, a Dream and making Kitchen delicious things. with
0: lots of gadgets that I don't use, yeah. I would buy it from there. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: I do have a dream kitchen with lots of gadgets that I don't use. So yeah, you're welcome to weekends, come over. On the weekends, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna get right. into
0: that because I think it's so cool how you how you renovate homes on the weekends yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. with your partner.
1: Um so anyway to to your point though, I did. I was like, What do I do now? I just I just up and quit. Mm-hmm. I up and quit one day. Um, I was thinking I was going to be a freelance writer, but it turns out that that is not like something you just overnight become. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was young Believe and foolish. Not. We all go through that young and foolish yeah. stage. So I did every job in the world for about six months. Deep down though, I always knew that I wanted to be on and working in with TV. television. Even you, since I was a kid. I knew that. It just took me a while to get there.
0: You, you grew up in rural Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You went to school in Syracuse.
1: I did, yeah. So a little town called Honesdale, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Probably five th- like probably more people are in this building right now. Than we're in a, <laughs> we're we're in that We're in a pretty big most, building. Yeah,
0: pretty big building. And
1: um, so that the number of people in this building exceeds the number of people in my town. So it was a very, very small town, but still only two and a half hours from New York.
0: So. But I mean, a small town coming to a big city, because that's yes. what I did too. You know, yeah. I come out here, when I came out here, I was like, I came out for school, but I'm like, I'm not leaving. It was from um, Northern Virginia. Okay. But at the time, it's interesting, we came to we came to Northern Virginia then we went to Michigan I spent most of my high school years in Michigan okay. and then I went to undergrad in Michigan and then we moved back to Virginia so it was small town mm-hmm. and I just couldn't wait to get out right. I really couldn't I was yeah. just ready to go and I came out here for school uh-huh. but I'm like I'm not leaving I'm right. staying is that right yeah. so the
1: funny thing is now that I've been here a long time yeah. I love so much of of what only New York and, and cities can offer but yeah. every weekend I get out of town I leave town and go I, th- I go back to Pennsylvania but I
0: think that what happens when you've been here as yeah. long as I think we've both been here mm-hmm. you need a little bit of a break you do, do get you yeah. do get there's no nature really right and, and <laughs> it really the weekends, is it, I, on the weekends I find myself like I just want water like yeah, buy be by the water be exactly. by grass and, and in
1: Pennsylvania you can be by the yeah. water like for less than the price of a bathroom here yeah. in the city yeah. or one bedroom or a studio. Um. so the, I always say like you know you come to New York because you want more yeah and whether what what more is I'm sorry it, it could be a number of things mm-hmm. but you don't come here unless you are you really have some big dream you don't come here hard to hard find otherwise. yourself I had a, right. I had
0: a friend who had a son who was about 19 and she's like yeah I think I want him to move here I'm like no you don't because right. he has no clue what he wants to do right and he's gonna get caught up yeah and he's gonna he's never gonna figure it out yeah
1: it, I think for you have to have me, some sort of you have of, to have some sort of drive to do it because otherwise yeah. it's too hard grocery is, shopping is too hard yeah. getting around is too hard now it, there are it's gotten a lot easier getting here almost. today was too hard <laughs> right, right so, so I was traffic like, I, was saying, I was like my There's god so many things that you buy in New York I, I say you don't buy shoes or umbrellas in New York you rent them because yeah. they will they will not last you will lose yeah. them sunglasses nothing no you, nothing. nothing is I mean nothing is forever anyway but really in New York like yeah don't, don't spend too much on that umbrella you'll yeah. only have it like two days yeah
0: don't buy a $250 umbrella you're right. you're not from, right. you're not in your right head right but the reason I say this is because you had some tough times when you first came out here totally. you, you were living in a ca- in I your did, car I did yeah well this
1: is so I bounced around Around from city to city, first Syracuse, then Buffalo, then Boston. And when I was in Boston, and quit my job to become a freelance writer, then I became a singing and dancing waiter. a Long story. And then I cut to me, yeah, cut to me living in my car. Oh. But I will say it was very jewel. isn't
0: Yeah, it? You yeah. Know? Like I remember, <laughs> very jewel. chic. I'm like very this coffee shop chic.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the time, it was kind of a trend. It was on trend. Uh, jewel, but, oh my god! But I could have moved back to my yeah, family. I could've. didn't tell my family I was living in my car, and it was summer, so it was like the optimum season. Yeah. The motivation was. A, like well, I had a Plymouth Acclaim Like you could put the seats down. Ooh, that's a big it, one. It, it, like for then it was yeah. like it wasn't a fancy car, yeah. but I would put a suit jacket on Fully one reclinable. garment hook and put a suit jacket on the other Those garment hook. Like, Those are my curtains. Yeah. Privacy. Privacy. When you live in your car, you listen to a lot of talk radio, you get up early in the morning, you there's do. no sleeping, and you're no. like, oh, it's sunlight <laughs> out and I wanna stand up.
0: Oh, it's four um, thirty, <laughs> time yeah, to wake exactly. up. <laughs> exactly. Like you get an early start.
1: But um it was a decision. I thought, okay, I'm just gonna like commit to like making this work Uh and I didn't I, I didn't stay at friend's house friends' houses very often because you always feel that moment where you're like, okay, this is now officially I'm here too long. yeah Um, And I was in my 20s, so I'm like, I'm not going to hook up with people just for a place to stay. That was a rule I set with myself. Thank God you kept your
0: decency (laughs) intact.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Although there's sometimes, well, it would be nice to have like a bed, but I digress. Um, So in in any case, I stuck with it (laughs) and then it started to get cold and I'm like, okay, yeah, now I need to really step it up. And I did find a job. It was a very... Um, interesting summer though and it's, it makes for a good story and it I do does. a lot of things um, for the storytelling value I find.
0: I do want to know what's the hardest p- part of sleeping in your car?
1: Um, well, it's not like designed ergonomically for laying down.
0: Yeah. And but my
1: like legs would be in the trunk because I had one of those cars where the um, the Plymouth the <laughs> here's a shout out like lots of shout outs for the Plymouth Acclaim proud, right proud sponsor um, and of proud sponsor of Glamier. exactly <laughs> Now, um, and you could fold the seats down so I could really stretch out yeah. I mean the hardest part is like owning up to the fact that yeah. you're owning a car so I didn't really did you ever have much. to
0: bring anybody back to your place no no that's
1: hilarious <laughs> although I do hey, know, I do have a where funny, do you live yeah.
0: I'm on I'm on 5th and Berkeley. 59th I'm
1: on Berkeley and Clarendon or something I can't remember, between Berkeley and Clarendon was where I would always park um, but, uh, so the, the, hardest part was just like, you know, kind of telling anybody. Did you
0: ever get like a knock on your window shield in the morning?
1: It was like no, anyone, never, never. And I think that would have scared the heck out of me. Like yeah. I would have, that would have been the end yeah. of it. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, but I do have a story. A friend of mine, um, had walked up to their car mm-hmm. and they saw a couple in the car mm. And um, that had been apparently, like apparently he didn't drive his car very much. And oh this was gosh. in Boston as well. And he, and the guy gets out and the woman goes to him, You told me this was your car. <gasps>
0: Stop and the guy it. looks at me and he goes, I did, I did. I did tell you <laughs> that. So I was like,
1: that, You can't beat that story though. Oh I was like, So, my
0: um, God. Anyway, that's, that's so, so a, it built
1: character. That's a
0: great story. Yeah. That's a great story. It builds character. Also makes you kind of, you know, there are a lot of people out there right now who are, who well, are here it is a reality struggling. check. Like this yeah.
1: is my re- reality was I could have gone home. Mm-hmm. And and that's the option that a lot of people don't have. You yeah, know, that, that they're this is truly their world. Mm-hmm. And um, I was doing it just because I knew that there was an opportunity in my small town, and I thought this might. Kick me in the pants a little bit. Yeah. Um, And it did. It did. It did.
0: And I can relate too because after I finished school, um, I didn't really get a job right away, kind of a little needed bit on I, purpose. I,
1: yeah. Oh, really? I yeah. just
0: needed a break. I've yeah. been going hard from like 16. Sure. And I'm like, I need a break. Yeah. And I remember I spent about three or four months waking up when I wanted to wake up, go to bed when mm-hmm. I wanted to Just nobody had, I didn't have to worry about anything. Right. And my dad calls one day, he's like, so. When is this nonsense going to be over? You either find a job or you're moving back home. I was like, oh, well, I'm
1: okay, not back. well, okay, I guess it's time to get a, a job. Right. Yeah,
0: but I, I kind of just did that. I think everybody needs a little bit of that because, yeah. um, you really learn how to cope. You learn how to survive. Yeah, and you learn how to just take care of yourself mm-hmm. with very yeah. little.
1: And if you don't serve it up to yourself, someone else will do it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Or life will just serve it up to you.
0: So here you are now. Um, mm-hmm. You had, you've done television. A lot of amazing creative. Outlets that you've worked with. Very lucky. Um, How did you get your first gig?
1: Um, so, while I was a news producer for many years, uh, when I finally got my big break in Boston, You was started a, with
0: regular news. Regular news. Yeah. I
1: worked as the overnight writer in Boston, like, doing those stories like car accident on, you those, know, those Jones horrible. Street.
0: But a lot of news is just really awful. Yeah, it like, is. You really get really awful. depressed watching yeah. it. Like, so like, then I, I was in New TV York or.
1: doing uh, news for MSNBC, and it was really, hard news was depressing. This yeah. was post-9-11, um, oh. Middle East crisis, you know, like, it, it's it was really tough. So I decided to take stand-up comedy because it Which was like, cool. The one like five minutes of my day that I that I could be my own boss and say uh-huh. anything I wanted, and it turns out I'm also kind of a goofball by nature, so yeah. I don't know how I fell into news. It just happened. So, uh, long story short, I was I did a series of silly segments for Keith Olbermann back in 2000. I oh, love that. 2004 maybe. Uh-huh. Um, five years later, nothing came of it. You think, oh, this is it. I'm gonna yeah. get something from this. Everything and, always feels like yeah, it's it yeah, until it's yeah. not. Yeah, five years later, the person who booked me for that said Joy Behar is doing a talk show and we're in the pilot stages, which is the you know they're testing it out before and it's not gonna air right. yet. So, and would you do a pop culture segment with her? And I'm like, sure, of course. The answer so is always yes. So they picked you
0: for pop culture. Yeah,
1: and um, I didn't, but I'm like, how would they introduce me? Joining us now is Brian Balthazar from what? Yeah. He's not from anything. He's from his apartment. What? <laughs> from his Plymouth claim? I don't know. So <laughs>
0: Brian Baltimore yeah. from Plymouth Acclaim. So, yeah. So yeah.
1: I started a website that weekend. Oh. You know, I got WordPress and I did like 10 posts because I knew no, they weren't going to read more I than 10. It. I love it. And then I did that pilot. They had me on. And from there, I didn't get that a full time gig with them. Yeah. I was just like, give them something to like yeah. refer to me as. So um, and I've been doing the website ever since with varying degrees of intensity. But um, it, it, one talk show appearance led to another. And I know. It was very very fortunate that it worked out that I way. I
0: mean, you've done a lot of really great things. You've been on Wendy Williams. I mean, that was one. <laughs> it's a trip. She's great. She's like amazing to be on, right? She I'm really sure. is. And the yeah.
1: audience is like Insane. insanely it's enthusiastic. Like, it's like a party in there. It is truly yeah. a party. And when you leave that show, the, first of all, the, the half hour before the show, they play. I, I Don't quote me on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think it's like Rihanna's DJ, her chosen DJ, does the DJing for... Um, Wendy Williams pre-show. Now, I, I don't know, that might be completely inaccurate, but I will tell you, the music is insane and thumping. The whole building is shaking in the half hour, so you get all pumped up. Then you get out there and they're screaming and yelling and cheering and it's not even for me, but it's still like, it's exciting. And then when you leave, you are on this adrenaline rush. You're like, what just happened? And then I'm back at my desk like 10 minutes wow, later, wow. Like, what, like, back to real life. Like,
0: okay, you know, that's like, over. <laughs> exactly. How did you get started with um, the Kathie Lee and Hoda show?
1: Well, I had been at the Today Show as a producer for a while, and um, there was was actually a fourth hour of the Today Show before Kathy Lee and Hoda that was OK, but mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't magic, you mm-hmm. know, I think. And everyone kind of knew it behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Um I wasn't running that particular hour of the show at the time, but it just so happens that I got the opportunity to run the fourth hour when Kathy Lee and Hoda were coming together. And we had so like you
0: were there right when it started. Yeah. First amazing. day of the show, like, first well, the day.
1: weeks before in prep and then the first day of the show. And um, I stayed for a little bit less than a year because another opportunity came. But I keep going back now as a guest, which is wonderful to go. I feel like I go home every yeah. time. It's just like a homecoming. It's like visiting family when I go there, which is yeah. great. So it was just years at MSNBC and then NBC. And kind of playing, that show plays into kind of who I am as a person. A little bit goofy, but still, you know, I'm not so goofy that I don't care about people. And I care about the news, but by 10 a.m. I'm ready to have a little fun. And that's, yeah. that was a great, great time that that year. It was really wonderful.
0: And then you were on The View at codec- that Well, I did. Codec- okay, that's so, insane. yeah,
1: I, it was insane is yeah. exactly the word. <laughs> um, I, I, that's an example of me making a choice that was... Probably not the right one. I haven't made all the right choices. But um, so after the Today Show, I went to HGTV. And that's mm-hmm. the reason I left the Today Show was because I had been working those crazy hours for a long time. Went to HGTV where we do home and garden programming. Mm-hmm. Stayed there for five years. And then this opportunity eventually came to co-executive produce The View. And it was just uh, – it just wasn't for me, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't love it. And it was a risk. I mean I will be honest. The money was really good. But I had to say, okay, well, money's great, but am I happy? And the answer was no. And I and ABC was really great about saying, okay, you can go. You know, um, they were. Everyone there was great. It, was just, it just wasn't the right fit.
0: wasn't the right fit. And then, not
1: everyone was great, but most people were great. And you just
0: went with what you're – she's like,
1: most people. <laughs> Let's tell the truth.
0: <laughs> most people were awesome. Some. Okay. You know, the
1: truth is that the majority of – You're not going to like everybody. Mo- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if anyone who says everyone was great is, is probably lying. lying. They're exactly. lying. That means they didn't so like anybody. are going to be honest. So, people will often – so and then I went back to HGTV. So, then you have that inner battle. Is it going back like an admission of defeat? Uh, That's exactly what people think. And I'm like, you know, I can't live by somebody else's narrative. I'm like, okay. Nope. I know I'm going to be happier um, and I do feel like HGTV is a a great family of people and I knew that I was going again it was like a homecoming they threw me a party when I went back so it was like I can't I'm
0: never leaving here How again. Could, yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> and and the truth is, I don't know that I'll never leave. I probably will leave someday. Yeah. But but right now it's really great. And so, but I was at the View for a little while, and um, you know, the View has its own reputation for like having all sorts of stuff happening. Yeah. And it lived up to that. It did. Yeah. I'm
0: sure it's a lot of a lot of behind the scenes that you hear about. I can't oh, even yeah. imagine. Yeah. You know, you've done a lot of stuff with just digital content. Like mm-hmm. when you were at AOL, you were sort of like the head yes. of content production. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is why you still have an AOL account, right?
1: I uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in between so, there. A- AOL. My life is so com. schizophrenic. Wait a so in between HGTV and Just the View, email. I did spend a little time. So I had this like year and a half where I was like, what is Brian up to? What is he doing? Yeah. So I took a job at AOL uh-huh. to run the website and launch a production unit for AOL.com. Mm-hmm. And AOL is a big company. It yeah. actually owns a lot of different things. Yeah. And they already had a production unit in LA, AOL Studios and So, um, but one of, I think really one of the reasons that I got the job is because I had such a knowledge of news and Pop culture, but also because I still had my AOL email. Yeah, I, I, still I, have, I, I, still I looked do. at that.
0: Yeah, like when, when we were emailing back and forth for the show, I was like, wait a second, it's an AOL account. I know. I think I'm of it as like, oh. vintage now. It's like a
1: vintage pair of jeans it's or a vintage chair. It is vintage. But I do still, I, I'm fortunate that I go back to all these places. Yeah. Like tomorrow, I'm going back to interview Jeff Timmons from my well, AOL's cool
0: again. Now they've got this whole digital platform. Yes. Um, yeah,
1: it really is cool again. And they have this yeah. great interview series, which. I, I was part of the early incarnation of yeah. that before I left and then then this woman, Suzanne Lindbergh, who's amazing, mm-hmm. made it a huge thing. Yeah, and, I know, it's and, big now. Yeah, yeah. And, and
0: what's funny is, you know, a lot of times it, you've got your network TV, you have digital, it's changing a lot because I think that network is one show, one hour, one day, mm-hmm. and then digital can be everywhere. Yeah. And, um, it's kind of confusing for consumers.
1: It is, there's so much, you know, It's funny because uh, you follow probably a lot of pop culture and entertainment Mm -hmm. like I do. And people assume that you know everything about every show. Like I go on shows to talk I know. about TV shows. It's and like, hard sometimes no when time you have a, to watch all of it. I
0: know. I've had I have guests on here. Who I've never watched one thing. I get their show messed up, and I'm yeah. like, wait, I need to write it down. There's just I can't so remember. much. Yeah, and I feel bad because I'd like to be able to say that I watched it. Right,
1: but I can't watch everything. Right. You can't watch everything. And now I like to watch things like I like to binge watch them. But I want to wait until everyone. I really told like me doing to. that in
0: the winter. I, yeah, yeah. I or like, like a rainy day. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, is- but I do. I. I do have a hard time keeping up with all of it yeah. and it's a, but it is interesting this time that we're in how some things are really spiking up and some things are like scared to what death. What do you and,
0: think are spiking?
1: Well, I Reality. think shows like this are really spiking too. Like, like my show, yes, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I think the freedom to listen to a podcast or yeah. a radio show it's or the,
0: it's the the on demand aspect yeah, of it. Yeah. Do you know that if you talk to a certain age range of people, they have no idea what a podcast is? Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, for sure. They don't understand that it's like on demand, like you have right. video right? yeah. you have on demand, right? what was it called? TiVo. It's like TiVo, TiVo for yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, get right. That. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, and um, uh, I mean, I think the digital space. A lot of the um, networks like. My own are really pursuing like, okay, do we need to have a digital network that's digital only, oh, yeah, you digital, do. Only. Oh, digital only digital, you know what I mean? like can we why, why shouldn't, you know cnn have its own network that's just digital that's not cnn but it's something else like, what's the answer they have to that a, yes they should yeah yeah
0: because a lot of times people aren't sitting in front of their television in fact right. you know you look at these things like youtube red that's mm-hmm. trying to bring your tv to your phone mm-hmm. so it's like television is trying to become digital
1: right it's so i always say like people are like is television dying i'm like no it's we're always gonna be looking at screens so whether you call it a tv mm-hmm. or you call it a phone we're just redefining the method in which we watched content and so I think, truthfully, like the research is out there about what age groups watch what. And mm-hmm. more people are watching things on their phones than ever, especially young people, yeah. truthfully. And so every big platform media company has to have something if they really want to survive has to have something for each one of those demographics and they're different they're all different
0: they are different and and also like being from the reality tv kind of aspect mm-hmm. of it i know what that takes to pitch a show you pitch a show mm-hmm. and you maybe you film a sizzle reel maybe you film a pilot mm-hmm. and you when you do it it usually comes from usually if you're lucky it's something the network requested like hey right, we're thinking yeah. about doing something <clears throat> with really amazing mm-hmm. sneakers and rap stars yeah. this yeah. is a true story so yeah, yeah. they film it and by the the Time is filmed and the scissor roll is done, and you get it back to the network. They're like, Ah, we don't know if this is going to work right now, right? Whereas with digital, film one, press send, done, yeah,
1: exactly. Nice, film something that's airable, hopefully, you know, like, um, so. I, I agree with you that it's like sizzle, pilot, or pitch presentation, all these things are, it takes a series of small miracles for anything to get yeah. on the air. Even though there are all these platforms, right. it still seems like it's a miracle. And then it, it seems
0: like they just take the same stuff and just do a second season of it or like yeah. another version of it, like, yeah. you know, Survivor in a bunch of different countries yeah. and Real yeah. Housewives in a bunch of different countries. It's and very, and
1: you do realize cities. the amount of risk taking in general very is low. So, so small mm-hmm. until someone else succeeds at it. Yeah. Or if they have one that succeeds and then suddenly let's do three more. Yeah. Every I think every, company's a little guilty of that and um, there are very few there are a few of them there are a handful of them that are say that, that want to be the ones that are avant-garde and take risks mm-hmm. but it's a scary time to take risks it so is a
0: scary time to take risks yeah. you know I want to kind of speak to what you did how you got to here because okay. you kind of came from I took the
1: well I took the R train I took a taxi it <laughs> was a big mistake
0: <laughs> I actually had an Uber driver my Uber driver's here um, <laughs> um, hey. so, uh, right. so no more about like you know, if somebody's listening and they're, they're kind of like, I wanna be on television, I wanna make sure that, I have a dream, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that, I, that everyone's told me it's not gonna happen for me. Right. I'm sure people have said that to you.
1: Oh sure, well the truth, my biggest mistake in the early years, because I didn't get into TV until I was 28, mm-hmm. and it was one, because I didn't even have the confidence to say it out loud mm-hmm. that I wanted to do this.
0: I think that makes a difference when yeah. you say something if you out say loud. say it out loud,
1: absolutely. So I'm a big believer in affirmations, but not only yeah. that, even on the more simple, s- simplistic side, if you don't say it out loud, no one knows you want it. They could help you. Just yeah, a lot of people will help you. Yeah, even not maybe not much. Yeah, and if they don't, don't know, know. Mm-hmm. how do they know that they could give you a hand? They might be like, "Oh, I know somebody you should talk to." Um, and so that that was my first mistake and not owning it earlier. But yeah, I, think I mean, also, like rule
0: number one: one, just say it. Yeah, tell people. Yeah. Tell yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just first say it out loud. Route. Tell the person you're you're close to and you trust. So the other thing I would say though is, um, uh, you really. You really can't take if you let one or two people telling you you can't do it stop you. Then you shouldn't do it because yeah. truly you're going to get a million, a million no's. You just need one yes mm-hmm. at a time. And so like don't let them stop you. Mm-hmm. Don't let those people. If you really want it, if you really want it. it, and if you don't handle rejection well, then you either need to learn how, mm-hmm. um, and you will learn the hard way how. Yeah. Um, or because I've had a million no's. I mean I've not I, just that long ago. I've been up for a million pilots. They've gotten so close that have yeah. been. I've been the one that said, we're going in a different direction, or You've the said idea it. has changed. Yeah. I've been the one to say that to yeah. people, and, and I've been the recipient it. of that. Yeah. I've been the recipient of that plenty of times. Mm-hmm. And you just have to either hopefully enjoy what you're doing enough, the pursuit enough, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes, you, but I also think, sometimes you have to say to yourself, it's okay to change your mind, too. Like, you don't, you're yeah. not necessarily admitting defeat if you just say, you know what, I don't enjoy this anymore, so I'm gonna find something else I enjoy. And that's something that I, I I thought about when I was making my career decisions, like, okay, is is it okay to just, you know, there's a misconception that You know, quitting is one way of saying it. Sometimes it's like taking a new direction. Yeah. And, um, well, and also
0: you learn something. Maybe you learned that you didn't like it as much as you thought you did. Right. You know, or maybe you knew all along that you really weren't happy doing it and just caught up to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I've definitely taken a lot of twists and turns. And every single time I did something, there's so many people that were like, You're going to do what? Like, I wanted to get a logo. You know how much that's going to cost? Well, it's not going to cost anything because I'm going to barter somebody with it. Yeah, exactly. So it's not going to cost me anything. Right. Okay. You want to make business cards? You know how much that costs? I'm like, why do you worry about what you know what I mean? All yeah. all along the way. I, I don't know why so many people if you tell them something, the first thing they say to you is, Oh Be careful.
1: Well, and the thing I would say, exactly. And the thing that that's why you'll succeed, though, because it's those people, the the doubters, um, if they're doubting you and Mm. your ability to do it, I can only imagine how much they're doubting themselves. Because that's that's what's keeping, if that's their first inclination, is to think of the reasons why it won't work, then, well, then they're right. It won't work for them. Mm -mm. You know, I mean, it's so, I always say this. And they're projecting maybe their doubts on you. Exactly. Yeah. I always say, like, we talk about a lot of shows and a lot of ideas in all my jobs, uh, segment ideas or shows. And it's really easy to talk about why an idea won't work. Mm -hmm. But what the challenge is is to let's talk about how we can make it work.
0: Yeah. Think outside the box.
1: If you want to be a naysayer, that's easy. Congratulations. You're going to be really good at it. Yeah. Because that's easy to do. You're
0: going to be the best.
1: But if you want to take on a challenge, then make stuff better. Yeah. And and, and that can be applied to a television show or your own life. You know, like if you think you're going to fail, then you probably will Mm -hmm. because that's that's the first step. And I like
0: what you said earlier. If you if two people can talk you out of it, it really right. wasn't meant to be.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. You just have to be willing to say, I love this enough to ignore all the notes. Or you believe in yourself enough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes you won't – like, I didn't believe in myself right away. That took – that was a process. I mean, I used to get so nervous. but It was a process in me believing in myself. But I still wanted it. So mm. that kept me going. How did you start believing in yourself more? Well, stand-up helped because that is um, – just breaks down any if Nervous. you can yeah it yeah. does it does break down kind of the insecurities that you have well I was fortunate enough that I didn't bomb you so didn't that was, ever bomb I didn't really ever bomb. I've had rough nights and yeah. you let you feel crappy about those but yeah but I didn't ever tank so badly that I'm like I'm never doing this again <laughs> um but you only feel as good as the last one you did you know like and so but um I think it's just getting used to it and realizing it's not the end of the world if, yeah if I'm not perfect
0: What's your biggest bomb on TV that you can remember? And I don't like the word biggest because that that's a pressure to think of something huge. The, the, the biggest mistake yeah. made? I
1: I will tell you, I was banned, I'm not oh. banned, I mean they right. won't tell I like me. It I this found it already. So, ironically, the Joy Behar show I was on like five or six times and I made a joke and it tanked. It it bombed and what happened was and I don't think Joy even knows that I know this, but she's like don't have him on again.
0: <gasps> what yeah. was the joke? I, they were saying, I promise who, I'll invite you back. It was,
1: um, it was, it wasn't like we were talking about who would play this character in a movie. It was like a news story. Uh-huh. Who would play them in a movie? And it was like, like a kind of like a guy. It was like a grizzly guy. And I joked that it should be Nicole Kidman because she's great with prosthetic, like prosthetics are amazing. Like, yeah, it just fell flat. And, you know, sometimes you will make an effort at a joke and, um, the timing is off or sometimes the joke is just bad. But, um, yeah, but, it, but anyway, I don't the, know whether the, I don't know if it was her or someone on the somebody cr- banned so, you. And yeah, and then I, like crickets. And so then I, um, I emailed <laughs> for feedback. No feedback. So I got a publicist who was working you. for me to find out, and they I, I was told I was too shticky. Shticky. Um, oh god, that's a know, Joy Behar yeah, word. Yeah, when you go, yeah, when you go on a show where the lead character is funny, and my joke wasn't that funny, but it's yeah. like, but uh, it's ban- like is it ban? Yeah, is it ban worthy? Yeah, like, exactly. come on. Um But I will say, I think when you you run a risk, like you don't want to be funny, at the expense of being good content. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, And I get that. Like, As a producer, like if it's just somebody who's constantly being hokey like, yeah, and I'm making like, this like yeah, da 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 da, da gesture right now, they can't see it at home. <laughs> I can uh, see it. <laughs> and, um, so I get it. Like, And yeah. you know, the truth is, maybe I just wasn't that good. Like, yeah. If I were to watch it again, I probably would cringe. So I don't blame I them. I want to go
0: find that on YouTube. Oh,
1: God. I want to find it. It probably exists. And I'm
0: going to make a gif out of it. I probably
1: uploaded it, probably. I was the one uploading all my clips. You It was not like they were at the time. That was those were the days when you had to upload it yourself.
0: I know, or you had to pay someone to give it to you. Oh yeah, which is even now. I'm still now, paying to, to I, get backups. No, yeah, I got. Clips. I have. A, I have a bootlegged. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Good. Not bootlegged. I you paid, paid for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. You you yeah, you paid for it.
0: Out of all of your jobs, what was the most interesting? that you've, like, whatever it is, barista, school oh, okay. mascot, Otis, right? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, Otto. It. Otto, it's Otto. I'd like I was
1: a school mascot. Yeah, that yeah. was interesting, but really sweaty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and not even your own sweat, like somebody it's, else wearing the costume. Yeah, costumes. like matted sweat yeah, from, from years. But yeah. I will say, being a producer for the Today Show, before I left, traveling the world, this was back also when News Network spent a lot of money. They'd yeah. be, like, sending us, so covering the Olympics or covering... Oh, was, that would have been so cool. I was cool. sent to um, Beirut. I was... Truthfully, I was held in a room in Saudi Arabia at the airport, like without explanation like that. I don't know if that classifies as interesting, but in the greater picture of that job mm-hmm. was like, I mean, I was doing a surfing story yeah. in Hawaii. Like that was a great time to be doing that job at the age I was at. Yeah. Because um, it took stamina and you never knew where you were going to go next. It was really exciting.
0: What about your dream job next? Like, you've done so much stuff, you know?
1: I would like to do more, uh, like, I would like to do more television or content Mm full-time, where I, not just production. I would always like to do producing, Mm -hmm. but I would like to change the, the, shift the scales a little bit to more doing on camera, doing more on camera. Maybe I'm not... Maybe I could learn some grammar first. Yeah, that's maybe. the, that's My the book stumbling block. Maybe I could speak English first. Make <laughs> it learn to speak English, speak English, then Spuck do more on-camera work.
0: Then I go on camera. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a problem with me, too.
1: Um, um,
0: so, what's what, so your goals coming up next would be to try and be like a today host um, first hour? Um, you know,
1: I think I, I That's really, a rough job, though. Yeah, that, yeah like I don't know. About that. I, first of all, I know this is not going to yeah. happen. But um, wow. I think maybe finding, I think that platform is there or uh-huh. will be there. It's just I think you kind of find each other sometimes. Yeah. Some people are driven and they make it happen for themselves. They create that and they produce it and they fund it. I'm not in a position to do that right now. So I'm really fortunate to be doing what I'm doing. Truthfully. And what's your
0: favorite topic you've done? Hard um, news. I like what's
1: trending. You like what's and trending. I like doing game shows for the Today Show. I'm oh. doing one for July 4th, hosting a game show. But they're always a free-for-all and that's like part of it. Yeah. Like it's going to be a free-for-all. I already know what's going to happen. Yeah.
0: Well, you're on the show with, what do you mean?
1: With Kathy Lee and, Hoda, and I'm going to be emceeing a contest between them. And they're the going to be drinking them. wine. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, it'll be that's fun. A, that stands to reason. Yes. No, no, no. It'll um, be fun. And, there will be, it, and they're always chaotic because they're both very um, competitive. They're so
0: nice, though. They're really they're so such nice. They're nice, nicely. Yeah. It's,
1: it, and it's just the most fun kind of chaos. And uh, I I love doing that. I would love to host a game show, which, which I know is a, <laughs> a fun gig. I know. That, who doesn't want to host a game show? I don't. No, no, I'd okay. I
0: would go to something that someone is hosting. Okay, well then, what's I this would happens, I would play in it. Okay, I would okay. be a good. When I host I would my game show, contestant. let's affirm it. When I when let's I, do it. okay, good. I don't want to host. I want to be playing it because okay, I can be great. very like.
1: Well, yeah, we'll come back. You know what? Sometime yeah. I'll quiz you on some things.
0: All right, like a fast Nothing like thirty hard. second. Yeah, okay. like a, a, or you a quick make it fire hard. round. I don't know all the
1: answers. A lightning, a lightning round. Yeah, I like that.
0: Who's the most interesting person in media for you today?
1: Interesting person in media today. Oh, that's so tough. Oh. Kind
0: of, it doesn't have to be like a hmm. like
1: Donald oh, Trump,
0: a, Kim Kardashian. No,
1: oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't either. Um, okay, so I, they're not interesting. Okay, I, I will say I am intrigued by. I. Re, it sounds like I'm I'm kissing butt, but. I'm intrigued by Wendy Williams, I'm intrigued by Hoda and Kathy Lee, I'm I'm really intrigued by the people that are able to carry a show every day. Every
0: day, yeah, that is true. Andy Cohen's another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, um, I feel like we need to have a round two.
1: I'd love that. And
0: um, I'd love and that. I'd love to have you back on because you're love so that. fun and interesting and exciting. And Thank uh, you. where can people find you on social media? Uh,
1: I'm Brian Balthazar on Instagram. And is that
0: your real name? It's yeah. such a fabulous yeah. so,
1: name. So. Brian, uh, B-R-I-A-N-B-A-L-T-H-A-Z-A-R. I I will say there are members of my family. The last name is... Varies between the families. Back when they, uh, you know, like there was a time when you like, I'm mad at you. I'm changing the Z to an S. Yeah, that kind of thing. And there's a little bit of that in my family. Um, and so you know, I I like the I like this spelling because it's easy to pronounce. Yeah, both is great. So,
0: um, you're amazing. I can't wait to. uh, And where can people see you next? Like, what are you jumping on today's
1: show on Mm -hmm. July 4th? Fabulous. Ten o'clock. Stay tuned.
0: Yeah, happy fourth.
1: Thank you. I'll be really bronzed up in that. I'm going to tell you. Me too. I'm going to be
0: bronzed too. I'll be watching it. (laughs) Great.
1: Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me.